Welcome to the Nairn County Podcast, which is brought to you in association with our digital partner, Zion Energy, the leading blockchain software and digitalization experts leading the field in emerging technologies related to oil and gas tokenization. For more, go to zion.com. So, Richie, we've talked about uh, your, your debut um, playing under the great Eric Geddes and your relationship with Kenny McKenzie. What, what games stand out for you in, in that early season? Well, um, my very first full season after Kenny had um, gone to Cali, I had mixed feelings when Ken, with Kenny going to Cali because he was a, obviously a, mm. my mentor, my friend. Um, however, I was, I was delighted, obviously, to be the first team goalie at 16. Um, but the first, my first real recollection was playing the first time I played against Kenny, which was a games night um, against Cali, and um, I was playing against Kenny, Davy, and Chicky because they were both with Cali as well at the time. And uh, I remember as a 16-year-old, I felt quite on my toes. I was feeling quite cocky, confident, and all that. Sure, sure. I had no real nerves in those days, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt really on my toes that game. And I think it was about 15 minutes into the game, huge crowd, of course, at games night, well over a thousand. And I saw Davy get the ball about 30 yards out, sidestep a couple of the defenders, and I saw him lining up a shot. I was really on my toes, and I said, come on, I'm, I'm ready for it. And he hit it. Well, before I could get my hand above my head, it had hit the bar uh-huh. and landed about the halfway line. <laughs> I just <laughs> could not believe the strength of his shot. Oh, wow. And after that, I was saying, "No, no, no don't <laughs> let him hit the ball! Don't let him! Don't let him hit the ball! Block him for goodness' sake!" <laughs> but uh, I, I couldn't believe the power of that shot. So, um, from being a very cocky young goalkeeper, I realism soon crept in. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> now, so we mentioned that you, you mentioned uh, that the crowds over a thousand. Uh, and when we certainly when we look at games today, you see the the boys on the hill and yeah. the, the folk in the what's now the Davy Johnson enclosure. Oh yes, yes. Oh, tell us a bit about the fans in those days, how they supported the team, how they they brought the team on. Yeah. Did they have the the banners and rattles and things like that? Oh, the banners, rattles, the old rattles, <laughs> you name it. And they were a, a phenomenal support, and that that was the same throughout my career with Nairn. The supporters were just tremendous. You know they. they you know, they were your 12th man. I know it's a old cliche, but you were, they were the 12th man um, for the team. And um, it was just unreal. We got to know a lot of them too. Um, I even remember one game in, in, in later years when Ian Gibson was playing. And, well, maybe mentioned Ian a wee bit later. Um, but I remember Ian, because of his skill, kept getting fouled. And I remember one of the crowd ran onto the field to <laughs> remonstrate with the ref and it was none other than Ian's dad, Cameron, <laughs> Cameron Gibson. <laughs> the Reverend Cameron Gibson. Yes, the Reverend Cameron Gibson ran onto the field to remonstrate with the ref because of the treatment his son was got, had been getting. Oh, but no, they, that, that season, my first season in particular, was, was fantastic. I loved it. And um, playing with Nairn um, as a 16-year-old, I was still playing for the schools in the morning, of course. And I remember one time we were playing in Fraserborough and when I was in fifth year in academy that time and I actually played in the left wing um, for the academy in the morning. In the left wing? In the left wing. And I remember going to um, Milne's High (laughs) against Fockabers in the morning and um, funnily enough it was the only time I ever did it, I scored a Uh hat-trick in a 4-1 win 
my my fourth my my third goal came um, from a beautiful through ball by my teammate Stan Brown. Oh, good heavens! And um, I was running Another in on the goalie, legend. and he decided um, rather than tackle me, he jumped out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Your reputation proceeded, yes, and, and that's what got me my hat trick. But anyway, um, um, after that match, I had a, a bag of chips. And uh, the bus, Nairn County bus, picked me up on the way to Fraserburgh. D did you tell Alec that you scored a hat-trick? Um, oh, I probably would because <laughs> <laughs> that was a rare thing. Um, but um, so we played in Fraserburgh. But, but that's what I remember about the first season. Also, we got to the qualifying cup final. And in those days, it was a three-leg, uh, two-leg affair um, at home, and and it, ha um, it actually happened um, nine days before the first match. I dislocated my, my wee finger. At training and the doctor said you'll be out for three weeks oh, and I said no way I'm gonna uh -huh. play and you would miss the Saturday match but I says no I'm definitely playing the cup final mm -hmm. and in the end the doctor agreed to it and he strapped my two fingers together okay. and I still played in the cup final we won the first game against the Elgin City who were the, the big team at yes. the time 1-0 and the second leg they beat us 1-0 and then the third game they won the toss for the venue so mm -hmm. we played the third game at Barra Briggs and they absolutely swamped a 6-1, you know, so it was um, uh, the best team won, simple as that, you know. But uh, qualifying cup final, got a, my first medal Again, that's playing for Nairn County. So building and learning all the time. Oh, though, isn't you it? certainly learn. Yeah. And of course, uh, in going back to school on the Monday after that game, oh, oh the sticker got six goals. <laughs> and they were saying, oh, God, I says, how did you let in six goals? I said, oh, actually, it was really easy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. but um, but no, that that first season was was brilliant. Yeah. Know? As I say, you're one of the goalkeepers union that you, you say I didn't let in ten, I let in six. Well, <laughs> it would have been ten if it hadn't been for me. As well, well. That's, I did save a penalty, fun enough that well, day as well. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's by the by, we were thoroughly beaten six one. Simple as that. You mentioned Brother Briggs, uh, and yeah. some great grounds and great uh, pitches for Highland League football. What what, mm -hmm. what were some of the grounds that? Uh, you particularly looked forward to going to or you enjoyed playing on? Probably Barra Briggs was one I really liked, probably most of all, mm -hmm. because I'd played there in schools football as well. Okay. I also loved Cali Park, the old Telford Street yeah. Park, because it gave a real professional feel to it, mm -hmm. um, with a big stand and all that. And um, I thought I liked Mosset Park, apart from um, the way they um, put gravel in the Gomez. Oh. And uh, when it was when it was wet, my knees were always cut to ribbons by the end of the game. <laughs> uh, but I loved the turf at um, Banff, Devonbridge, Princess Royal Park. Yeah. Um, yeah, in fact, it was so soft, you used to dive in it, and it almost you used to almost bounce up off it again oh, under your feet. What you want. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. the, there was no. I, I think maybe Clark Park was one ground I didn't really enjoy playing in for the simple reason of it's uh, the way the stand was at an angle away from it, and it just there was a sort of surreal sort of feel to it. You know, but oh, I enjoyed. I just enjoyed playing for Nairn County. It didn't matter where I was playing, to be honest. You know. So, so let's uh, move on a step. Then that's your <coughs> your your first seasons for Nairn under Eric. Sorry, how many seasons did you play under Eric? Did well, you, under you Eric, it was um, about three and a half seasons three. played under Eric, and then four under Innes. And Eric, of course, took his illness. Yes. And, and, um, yeah, in fact, we were doing yeah. four and a half under Eric because I'm thinking yeah. of the, the year before I started playing as well and was training. Yeah. So, uh, tell us about when you first encountered Innes McDonald. Well, funnily enough, it was with schools football mm -hmm. because Innes used to take the um, select games and all that. So, and I, obviously, I knew of him 
for Elgin City. He was a legend with Elgin City with their Scottish Cup runs of the 60s. Quarterfinals. Exactly. I mean, incredible. Um, And the school's football, um, I remember him well from that as well. But um, the big shock came in uh, um, 72, 73, 74 was in his first season. Um, And it was uh, there, 73, that uh, we heard that uh, Innes MacDonald and George Welsh had signed for Nairn. They came as a pair, don't they? Yes, they came <laughs> as a pair. Now, Innes, I knew George. I hadn't a clue about George. I didn't realise um, that he was the actual trainer for Elgin City either. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a wow, you know, a wow moment. And I think that was all down to Martin Robertson and the committee who, yes. who talked with Innes. And uh, he had a chat with Innes. And Innes was, I think he was fed up of being... I suppose ignored at Barra Briggs. Um, he was a great coach, yet the committee never included him in their decisions or anything. So with Nairn, he was getting full autonomy on the selection of running the team, etc. Mm-hmm. The Nairn committee, who were brilliant at the time, um, in particular, were um, happy to let him just do his own thing and just mm-hmm. support him as best they could. They couldn't support him with money mm-hmm. because we didn't have money. So Innes had to rely on signing good welfare league players and players he knew from schools football like the Robertson twins mm-hmm. um, like Dougie McElDowie he knew Dougie and uh, Alec Gordon mm-hmm. um, he knew that they would slot into the Nairn County way of things um, and just become a, a really good team member Did Dennis have a system that he played or, or did he <coughs> select players for well, based on the mm-hmm. individual characteristics well no I think I think Innes always had a system of play I think and um, I think he knew um, where everyone should play and he didn't really mess about with that too much. You know, obviously sometimes you had to play someone out of position, but Innes would sign a midfield player for a midfield position, a forward for a etc., a defender um, when he needed a defender. Um, whereas in the past folk have said, right, we'll just play him up front or, or whatever. No, Innes was, I mean, he, he was a very clever, shrewd um, manager. You know, and um, he, him, and George complemented each other. Two different personalities, I understand. Absolutely, yeah. um, Innes was obviously a great coach, um, and Innes knew um, about players' minds, which, in I suppose, in those days, wasn't really talked about mm-hmm. the mental aspect of the game, um, about the, the the players' mentality when he went onto that field. Um, whereas George was just a good, honest, hard mm-hmm. trainer. And uh, George would put you through the mill, um, of course, being an ex-army PTI. In, in fact, he he trained the army PTIs. He was that oh, good for a, for a wee man like George. Yeah. And um, he really put us through the paces. And uh, we couldn't believe that a wee man like George could have um, such an effect on us. Mm. But we loved him. We absolutely loved wee George. He was just such a lovely, lovely guy. Mm. And he still is to this day. So he's, and again, he hasn't changed the bit. No, no, he's still as modest as ever. You know. Um, you mentioned the the mental side of the game, then, yeah. and, and this is hold on that. Um, you've told me in the past about um, the importance of confidence in goalkeepers and how um, how you, you can't go into the park doubting yourself. Without a doubt. You told me a story about. In this and the mental side and boosting your yeah your self belief yeah well I mean uh, the first thing I would say about Innes was um, early in that first season 
and this is not um, so much to do with me as to the team. Um, we played at Inverness, um, oh, yeah. played at Kings Mills against Inverness Thistle, and um, we lost 3 1. Now, the, the season before we finished second bottom of the league, and they had absolutely thrashed us both times. Thistle were the top team at the time, and we came off the field feeling really chuffed with ourselves. 3 1, this is great. Well, if we did, um, Innes just tore into us, and he just he says, You've got a losing mentality. Um, look at you, you'd, th you'd have thought you'd won a cup, he said. You, you must not um, have that mentality. You have to win every game. You play. And he, basically, we were <laughs> to no, totally shocked at the end. Of, yeah. I think that was when we realised what Innes was like. Um, he, he certainly demanded a lot, but um, he knew how to get it. And going back to myself, I think it was the start of the second season. I had a very good first season with Innes. Start of the second season, my game went through a, a, a poor patch where my confidence was dipping. I'd made a couple of errors and um, I was suffering in silence. I, I, I didn't really know what to do to get out of it. And one training session... How old were you at that point? I was... I would have been about 19, I think. So still a young, still a young, young guy, yeah. Scheme, I think. 19. Um, Innes um, said at one session, right, Richard, you're going in goals. Um, I'm going to have a wee exercise with you now. Um, I'm going to put Alec Gordon against you, Brian Darby uh, as your defender, and Stan Brown, well, the best crosser of the ball in the business, Stan Brown, to cross the ball in. And I want you to make a decision to come out and claim that ball um, when you think it's right. Sure. So I said, OK, then, OK. Then. So I went, and, and I went out, and, and the balls came across. And I didn't realise at the time, but I think there was a hidden agenda there. And when I was going up for it, Alec would put a wee bit of a shoulder into me. And um, caused me a wee bit of grief. And if I dropped the ball, Innes was shouting at me, and I was saying, no, I was fouled in this. Yeah. And then another one came about 12 yards out, and I says, Well, it's too far out for a goalie. You should have been out there, you know. And then this, this went on for about five minutes, and I was getting quite riled, which is not like me at all. <laughs> and eventually, I, I really lost it. Yeah. And and Innes, I, I shouted at Innes, uh, you know, I just said, That's really unfair, that wasn't. And yeah. Innes said, one more word of you, and you're in that dressing room, sir. Uh -huh. So I kept my mouth shut. I couldn't look Innes in the face. Yeah. And then the Saturday game, we were at home against Keith, I remember, and I couldn't, still couldn't look at him in the face. I was really angry. I thought, how unfair was that? You know, I, I, and I went in the field and I said, I'm, I'm going to show him. And I took my aggression out on the field. I had a fantastic game. Yeah. Really didn't put a foot wrong. I felt back to my old self. And coming off the park, um, Innes was waiting for me at the tunnel with his hand out. Yes. And I saw the smirk on his face, and I just looked at him. I says, "You knew exactly what you were doing on, on, on Thursday night." And he said, "Well played, son." He says, and, went off. <laughs> and people think that the mental side of the game was a yeah. new thing. You yeah. Know, and, not at all. and after that, he taught me so much in that in that spell, and he knew exactly what he was doing. You know, and and you know that you know my opinion of him just got sky high after that you know so tell us about how the team got on in those initial seasons under Linus and, and how the, the team grew and was yeah. built well Innes um, one thing as I said Innes was good at the mental side he was also very good at the um, the social side of things um, immediately he arranged that um, we have a little kitty so like a 50 pence I mean in those days that was a lot of money you could buy a pint with that there you go um, or two <laughs> 
Um, 50 pence of our wages went into a wee kitty and every month we used to have a get-together, usually at the Inverness, which was run by Ian Stephen of Inverness Thistle at the time. Um, so, and every month, and um, the, the non-Nairn players used to stay with us, so like if I, I, my mother used to put a couple of players, um, Harry's you know, Harry used to pick up a couple of players uh, and, and all that, you know, and the, the Stan used to pick up a couple of players as well. So yeah. the camaraderie and all that was brilliant. I even remember going to the old Nairn go-kart go track for um, a wee spot on a Sunday morning after one of these sessions, you know. And it was all team building. It was all morale. Yes. And we all got on so well together. And, and, and we, you know, there was no cliques or... or and, and we were all paid the same wages, of course, which does help. That's you know, and, and we, you know, everyone, and he, he just fostered that feeling, that team spirit. And three years later, that was the most important thing for us, without a doubt. So it, it just so yeah. 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 And you, you mentioned some of the names already that, that in this one, like Alec Gordon yeah. and Doug McElderry. Tell us how important those boys were coming in, perhaps some of the other names that, that yeah. added to that, mm -hmm. that team spirit. Yeah, well, t to be honest, it's... I mean, I've always said um, you, you can't sort of pick out anyone mm -hmm. in that team. We're such a solid unit. You still they, are. I've seen you together. That yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah. The, the, these guys just yeah. gel together. We, yeah. um, I, th I think maybe the, the one that I think of most possibly, as I'm saying no singling out, but yeah. I'm going to mention someone here, is Stan Brown. Stan. Tremendous. But... You know, he was so underrated. It was untrue. Great crosser of a ball. Um, if any player, outfield player, was in trouble, Stan would be there, helping mm -hmm. them out, shouting, helping them out. Um, Stan would give 100%. And I, I remember one game, um, I think it was at the end of the second season, Innes's, and we went to Cali Park in a cup replay to play against Inverness Thistle, the great Thistle team. Yes. And we beat them 4-0 that night. We really thumped them. And I remember Innes, who, who wasn't really great with compliments, Menace, he would say, well done, that's it, or individual compliments. I remember him saying, great display, lads, fantastic display, 100% for me as all. And he looked at Stan Brown and he says, you, 110%. This is brilliant. <laughs> but that summed Stan up. But I think yeah. all the players were of that mould. Everyone wanted to help each other out. You know, and, and if someone made a mistake, it was a team mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, which pleased me one or two occasions. You know. <laughs> but um, um, you know, it, it, we were just a great unit. Yeah. You know. Uh, of course, yeah. You, you're you're the the goalkeeper for that that side. Uh, you're back for a, a certain name. I know you're not picking anybody out, but a name that to this day is legendary in this space. A, a certain Mr. Cochran. Yes, Davy. <laughs> Well, Tell us a bit about Davey when he came in. I think after the end of the second season where we went from fifth, Innes's first season, to sixth in the league, um, I think Innes thought we were just missing, we're missing something. And and he, he got a hold of Davey Cochran, who was with St. Johnson. I, I know Davey had a couple of opportunities to go to other teams, but I think Innes and Anna met him up, met up with him, and um, they persuaded him to come to Nairn. And the first time I met Davey was in our pre-season at Cromdale, which was the first time we'd done that, being the league-winning season two. You know, it had quite effect. And we met up with Davey um, that for the first time, and we had a wee friendly match against the Badenoch Select mm -hmm. team. And um, Davey played in that, and <clears throat> I immediately thought, ooh, yeah. now there's a player. He yeah. knows what he's on, you know. Uh -huh. um, great presence, um, a tough Tough, non you know, uh, an uncompromising mm -hmm. 
um, player and I was immediately impressed with Dave. And this made him captain um, as well because he thought um, that his influence mm -hmm. could really galvanise the team. Yeah. And who can argue with that? Well, I think history shows that he, <laughs> he yes. made a good choice. But, but in saying that, uh, my defence um, that season in particular, yes. um, Harry McFadden, who was uh, throughout oh. my career, Harry was there. Harry was fantastic. In fact, um, Harry even ran the club really for a year when Eric got ill first. I saw that. I um, and uh, Harry took over training, um, basically became, he was a club captain, he became almost a manager, um, interim manager and all that. Um, we were in dire straits in those days, you know. Um, so Harry, Harry was just fantastic. Great overlapping fullback. Mm -hmm. I always likened him to Kieran Tierney, funny enough. <laughs> or maybe Kieran Tierney to him. Well, yes, that's yeah. where they get it. And obviously <laughs> had Robin Mitchell, who was next to uh, Davy. Robin and Davy complimented each other. Um, Davy was your hard player and Robin was a ball player. He, mm -hmm. His long legs saved many... Um, <laughs> Like he's Alan Hansen of the team. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. And uh, Sammy Forsyth. Sammy, oh, yeah, just, what a legend. Sammy, yeah. just superb. Yeah. Another very underrated player. You could play anywhere as well, uh, Sammy. Superb. And um, and then, of course, Brian Darby, who who played that season um, as a defender as well. I remember saying that um, we, we had the best five back four players in the league. <laughs> you know, so... Um, but uh, no, that was brilliant. So what we'll do, uh, we'll call the second part to an end, and when yeah. we come back, we'll talk a bit about the title winning season itself. Yeah. The Nan County Podcast is brought to you in association with our digital partners, Zion Energy. Click on Zion.com, find out more.